Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Woo! Ah. Yes, 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 yes. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend, Megan. Only context that I can have to be excited about America is some ladies doing very well at soccer. And (laughs) Coca-Cola. We all love Coca-Cola. I love Diet Coca-Cola. Can I real quick make a pitch that we keep in? So this is content. (laughs) I would like either this podcast or just myself to be sponsored by PBR Easy, my new favorite beverage. It, it's, a, it's a nonsense beverage, Easy. and it makes no sense. Well, James, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you know the, the smooth, refreshing taste of a PBR and how sometimes it's a little too hard? <laughs> no. <laughs> PBR Easy is PBR light, and it's basically got no alcohol in it. It's, it's got 3.8% alcohol. Why would you what choose this? What was it this? before? I, I don't know, four or five? Could you please give me four some fizzy, stinky water? Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It I, goes down so easy. I will gladly drink a case of PBR Easy every time we record. Because you could. Johnny? I feel nothing. Johnny? Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I take it back. You might as well be drinking O'Doul's. You were drinking beer for the taste of yeah, beer. Yeah, but, but it's PBR, and it's easy. O'Doul's <laughs> is challenging. PBR Easy is easy. Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> How okay? Guess the the ABV of regular PBR. Four point five. Yeah, I'm gonna go four five two. Four point two. Four point seven four. Wow. wow. What do you mean? Like they dropped it? They dropped a percent for for PBR easy. That's that it's, seems like nothing. And calories, fewer calories. It's beer juice. Mm. It's great. So beer anyway, juice. PBR easy. If you're listening, which I know you are. Um, <laughs> Hit me up. It is bread juice. Bread juice. It's yes. bread juice. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Not anymore. Glad we glad we nipped that one in the bud. Uh, do we have content to do? Where is Travis? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to play him anymore. I'm JD. Like, <laughs> we'll just do cutaways of JD looking out on the prairie. Um, the now, world's... do you have your wristband? <laughs> it's loaded with Lightfoot bucks. <laughs> uh, he's. I think he's flying like out of the room. Does he? Pa- do you think he passes? Oromar and is looking for them. Let's let's have you make a perception check. Okay. Okay. Perception. I think you need some greens. You only have one green. Oh, F. Yep. Big green meanies. The big green. How difficult is this? I'm going to say average with a black die because you're a little bit stressed out. Can I get a, a blue because I have bird eyes? You've got raven eyes. I don't know if ravens are famous for their eyes. You ever looked into a raven's eyes? Damn. <laughs> okay. Wish JPC was here to tell me what I did. <laughs> um, X's are Holy. these. So that is two. X's and sons. Yeah. Two successes and an advantage. Fun. Uh, yeah. You see Oromar running down the street as you leave. Like, I think it's shortly after you exit the window, you can see him 
running into the building. So do I cross? I see him kind of from afar. Um, yeah, yeah. Like okay. it, I, I think it's a flash of red that like catches your eye, and your little bird head turns back mid-flight. I think I'm still at this point only able to like make bird noises too. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, because oh no, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like kind of squawking like crazy right now. Uh, and then just yeah, trying to find. So I'm I'm going to where I know that their meeting was going to happen. Yeah, and it's like it's like a block or two away. Oh, it's and I not s- far. I see the smashed window, and I like fly in through the smashed window. Oh, so you. <laughs> Uh, so we're gone. Yeah, we're JD we're gone. Lightfoot is JD yes. Lightfellow is there, and the his shoulder looks so inviting to land on. He's got a very shiny bolo tie. Uh, so I land on his shoulder. I start pecking at the tie and just like squawking. Oh, oh my goodness! Or it's uh, caramel, caramel. <laughs> this bird's name is caramel. Why, well, I'd, I'd call it more of a. A marshmallow on account of the whiteness. I can see that. You know what? Don't tell them, but that's a better name. (laughs) Uh, So I think at this point, maybe he slowly, like the squawks, start to turn back into words. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I, I'm a different bird. (laughs) I'm a different bird. It's impressive every time. <laughs> I love it every time. So I, see, I don't see uh, Jonnet or Gable. So I think I fly towards like the door and just start pecking at it to try and get them to open it for me so that I can like try and follow where they went. I think one of the spooky butlers opens the door for you. Like everybody, everybody in this room is very confused. Like you look around. Uh, I don't think Lightfellow seems that perturbed, uh, but certainly a man just jumped out of a window. Yeah. Uh, certainly Argus is like completely dumbfounded and y- you can see that Leotoa is, has no idea what to do with that information. Like, <laughs> They're still kind of recovering from the shock of seeing a man leap out of like a fourth story, this fourth story window. Yeah, so I'll fly out the door and try and find you both. We're probably almost there, right? What is the lobby? Yeah, the either I was like, do we are we taking the stairs? We're taking an elevator. I was like, we haven't left. I feel like we haven't left the building yet. Oh, really? I because I feel like we're we're super high up, and like even if we if we took the elevator we'd have to I, and i left before you did bef- like before oromar even got, got there. there okay so, that's good to, yeah yeah i we we're probably in the lobby yeah like, either that it. or just like either in the lobby or just like outside checking like all the glass and like seeing where things like trailed off yeah we're towards. probably like down by w- where he jumped and trying to see which way he went because there's a bunch of roads everywhere and john is like what what happened I what did you tell him to do he there's something inside of him you felt things i felt him feel like 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 what like like fear like hungry no what? he if he he's in love it sounds idiotic but that's that's he took the heart we okay i mean i i wanted to go with the armada to begin with but i mean oh, i don't know if, i don't know do you know did i know you just got on the ship but i did oromar do something to the bandit queen Look, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, don't but know. he he seems to just he travels all over the world and it's very possible that he lays a lot of pipe, okay? But I'm just <laughs> saying like <laughs> an incredible amount apparently. <laughs> and in ways that ruin people's lives. Great. We've been suffering for the, his dicking down <laughs> of the entire world. Uh, okay. Here you are, oh. ah. Ah. Travis. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? The, we're the the, ca- the captain's gone. He jumped yes. out a window. I saw him. The, oh, where did he go? Well, you know who else is gone. What who? is what happened? <sighs> Dref. What about what Dref? Where is Dref? Well, he's he's met an untimely end. What? What? What do you mean? Well, we were in the room. And, uh, 
Come on, I, Travis. What happened? Okay, I'm being I'm I'm giving a dramatic delivery of no. the story. A Gable just runs back to the <laughs> hotel. <laughs> Wait, you didn't even hear the good part where he died. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, John looks at Gable, looks at Travis, looks at Gable, and then runs towards Gable. Yeah. So I, I think you take off. It is not far. Um, you make it to the hotel. Uh, there appears to be uh, some confusion in the lobby and one of the front desk people like tries to stop you if you are heading up we we heard some commotion from the room i'm a different bird gable's already up the stairs just booking it what happened what where is we have uh, another tenant uh, another uh, person who's staying here has anyone come down from the, the room the, no no one's come down from the room. Okay, the captain and then John pushes this person to the side and, and follows up. Are you taking the stairs? Are you taking the lift? John is taking the stairs and he's going two by two. Yeah, we're all taking the stairs. Uh, then I flying. think you come to a scene. It looks horrible. You can see there is a trail of blood leading out of the room into the hallway. They sort of stop halfway down the hallway. It doesn't look like anyone's fallen there or was dragged. It's just the blood stops there. In the room, you can see Oromar Vale. He is kneeling over Dref, a hand rested on your fallen friend's chest. His sword is planted in front of the body, deep in the floorboards. Uh, Jonnet, like, I mean, is like taken aback by all of this but like in, in entering the room he sees all of this and he sees the captain and um like in just in the shock John is just like at the captain like what did you do the oh. captain doesn't move it it wasn't it wasn't the captain it wasn't what? the captain uh, gable gets down and is trying to cast divine magic to heal him because they don't know yeah yeah, roll roll that divine check against. Um, I mean, you're trying to heal him. I guess daunting. So four. <laughs> oh, but what if you do it though? You have to. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what would have to happen. That's uh, wash. That's a complete wash. Nothing. Happens. You look down at the body. Um, and, you know, you summon up that familiar divine magic that, that moves living things and the body doesn't respond at all. You know what that means. Jonnet, help. Jonnet, do it, something. It won't work. Jonnet. You don't understand. No, Jonnet has uh, different magic than yeah, I do. He Jonnet, can do it. Jonnet is like, he doesn't know. Like, he's still yet to, like, get any kind of real handling on his powers. But, like, this, he just it's just like when you feel your blood rush to your head, it's like that, like tenfold, and he's just mm-hmm. trying to direct it at his eye for something to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, Arcana, and like truly, it's he doesn't. I don't know what this is going to be. He just wants to, the end result is just like to pour his energy into Dref's body. Okay. Um, and I don't. I don't. What do I roll that against? That's that's going to be daunting yeah. as well. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Okay. This is this is a lesson that someone should learn from. All right. Uh, so this is three failures and a disadvantage. Okay. So you look down over this body. Gable, like while Jonnet is doing this, one thing you notice is there don't appear to be any wounds on the body. You like shortly after you realize that your friend was dead, you started looking for what might have caused his death. And you don't see anything. Jonnet, you look down at this man who you have known for months now, who's been quite close to you. 
His eyes stare up at you, glassy and unblinking. And you try to call on this power that you know is inside you, that you've been working so hard to harness, and you force something out of you, and the body moves. Dref? Dref? Dref, come back! The eyes snap to look at you, and you can feel the twitching, pulsing muscle move behind it. It grabs your shoulders. And you see a wild-eyed look on this person's face. This is, unfortunately, the last look that Jonnet ever gets at Dref. When they think of the man uh, who had been kind and thoughtful, this is, unfortunately, the look that is burned into his memory. I, f- I feel like in that moment, just the chaos of all of that, like with him coming to life springing with that like the contorted face i feel like john it probably just like loses it and even though dref is like a dear friend like he just he needs to get away he Mm -hmm. like pushes him away and like like backs into like maybe like a corner of the room is like no 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 that's not dref a wave of exhaustion hits you um you're gonna take four strain for that failed roll and it is you know, a minute, maybe a minute and a half before the reflexive twitching caused by the sudden onrush of arcane magic being injected into the body subsides, and he's still once more. Are we quite done with this futility? Travis! What, what happened? It was awful. There was, there was magic I've never seen before. Who? He made it so I couldn't talk. I sounded like a bird, like a real bird. Who? It was miserable. Who was it? Well, Dref did it. He made it so I couldn't speak. Who was he protecting you from? Oh, <laughs> Youngblood. And I think Dref wasn't what he told us. Dref was a Youngblood, too. And it was his brother. From the lift. The guy who offered me... Who offered me a, a, to join? Wait, what's a what's a what's in game for son of a bitch? What's a? Do you, we have those yet? We haven't made one yet. No, no, yeah, we got to make a new swear. Okay, Did, I thought we we I, we I feel like we hit this point at one point where it's like, what's a in game in world swear? Uh, like ballast is shit. Fuck is bus. bus. Those are the only two we have. And then this picture of a minion that I drew. <laughs> Gable has already gotten their great sword and is walking out the door. He's long gone, I'm sure. You don't know that. Then we'll find him. And what? And what? You weren't there. You didn't see what happened. You didn't feel what happened. I, I, I don't know what happened, but... Would anyone care to listen to me tell them what happened? Then, or are we tell, going to... then tell us what happened. Are we all going to run away again when I try? Jonnet is like... This weird cross between, like, he's in, like, sort of hunched over in sort of, like, a fetal position, but he's getting just, like, kind of frustrated at Travis. And so he's just, like, kind of, like, clenching his own fists and, like, like there's a – his body is so tense and so tight, but it's like, I'm listening. Gable is just suiting up. They're barely listening. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell this again. So be aware. He came in with a bunch of goons, and um, like I said, the most awful thing happened. Dref made it so I couldn't speak, and then Tiberius Youngblood cast a spell and dragged us both into somewhere else, somewhere that wasn't here. What kind of magic was it? Do I know? You don't, uh, but... You do know it felt very similar to when you touched the angel feather. Mm. Mm. I don't know, but it was like those gross feathers. I couldn't leave. And what did you see in this other in the other place? All I saw was was Dref and, and Tiberius and and Dref forced me out of this other place and told me to run. What was Tiberius wearing? What did he look like? 
What was he wearing? Just he was wearing a red feather uniform. Are there any wounds? He, well, slow down. He was wearing a red feather uniform, and I don't know. There was a scuffle. There was some action. I probably pecked him a little bit, messed him up with my beak and claws. And he took his eye out. Remember? Oh yeah. yeah. No, I didn't remember. <laughs> uh, and he's only got one eye now. So you're welcome. I pecked it. Pecked it right out. He's he's got to be trying to live, leave the city. No, no, no. He knows. They run this city. He's fine. Well, then he's somewhere in the city. We we have to find him. And what? We have to we have to tell the, the authorities. We have to tell the 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 armada. And then uh, he Jonet looks to the captain. Does the captain still have the the heart on him at all? Yes. Do you have a lot of evidence that you can sort through in this room? If you want to make perception checks to like okay. look around, you totally can. It's like we, we okay, we we can find them and and we can use that and he points at the the heart and we can use that to to what throw to, it at them? No, it's 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 not just a it means something. It's favors. It's 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 help. It's it, we can use it. Gable's going to cast that spell that they do where they can track the presence of evil. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the path to see the path that the Youngbloods took mm-hmm. out of the hotel. Go for it. And that is... Uh, this is going to be hard. Divine will. Hard with one black die. Jeez. James, you're killing There me. are forces at work here, Liz. Okay. Oh, actually, these are threats, right? Yep. Three threats. Uh, no, two threats, three successes. Oh, Give yeah. Me. This room is thick with malice and ill intent. Uh, There is something much deeper and darker here than simply the cruelty of human beings. That you do sense in abundance uh, in a number of ways. It's fading off the corpses of the men who came here to arrest someone who was nearly defenseless. It's a little bit in the formerly resurrected bodies uh, that were brought up in rage, uh, a rage of a familiar. It's almost comforting uh, feeling the rage of Dref even as it slowly dissipates you know willing away the last pieces of him in this world but you can feel a cold and steely determination that feels certainly human behind all of that mixed with another rage there's a flash in your head as as the, one of the eyes on your feather flickers open and you can see for a second Uh, swords dancing in the air of two opponents fighting with a tremendous strength. You get an image of Tiberius Youngblood with blood streaming down his face, uh, flowing from the place where his eye is now missing. That sword clashing against Oromar Vale, who brings with him all of the indignant rage of someone who feels that they should have been born a king. These swords clash for a second, and then you get a flash of young blood running away, stumbling out of this place and coming midway down the hall. And then you hear the click of two stones together. And it's hard to sense anything after that. As this otherworldly malice in the room bears down on you, you can feel as though it's watching you before you back out of the vision. Hmm. How was it? Cable? Did you see it? Did you see what did this? Did you see Tiberius? I saw him. And I saw something within him. These are matters that I think Dref would put as beyond human morality. Ghosts and foul spirits and things beyond our reckoning and somehow we just few individuals are caught in the crosshairs however big it is i don't it doesn't matter to me all i know is that my friend is dead and i'm going to kill 
the man who did it. And Gable walks down the stairs and starts knocking on doors to wake everyone up. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you want, are you talking to everybody individually or are you gathering up the crew? Let's gather up the crew (laughs) in like a ballroom or something. Yeah. I, I, I think that's easy to procure. The staff of the hotel rushes into the room, I think, shortly after you've had this little meeting. And, you know, they stop and oh, freeze. Oh, I feel like I feel like John, it doesn't let the hotel staff get too far into at least the hotel room that uh, that Dref is in. And also, well, at the same time, John, it can't look at the body. Oh, yeah. but he doesn't want anybody to get to come in. I think it's easy for you to stop the staff from coming in like you can stand in their way and they will listen to you. Um, We've seen that there's blood in the hallway and would you like us to refresh the room? (laughs) No. Not yet. Okay. Just ring the bell when you're ready. Thank Thank you. Meanwhile, Gable has gone, you know, up and down the different floors and and knocked at various doors that have, you know, four or five uh, <laughs> members of the crew rooming together in the anywhere the same from twelve rooms. to eighty. <laughs> the site that we cut to is, you know, kind of a sorry assemblage of people who are half dressed. A lot of them wearing hotel robes. <laughs> Many of them have been pulled away from like room service or or you know something else like they were all in the middle of something and they're looking at this collection of people in front of them uh confused so we're we're not in the hotel room we're in uh different uh, like a conference room like or a whatever conference like room. Yeah, like, okay. a, like downstairs or something okay. like that yeah uh Jonet is like He's like, I guess in this conference room, it's probably like a longer meeting table. And John, it's like not even at the head. He's just kind of like off towards the side in a chair. And he's got both of his feet cross-legged in the chair. And he's kind of, he looks up at Gable and he's, the look on his face is just like, I can't, I can't say anything. I like, I don't even know if I'm, if you want me to say anything, but I can't. And then he just kind of look, looks back down. Travis is on Gable's shoulder. Fun. So, We'll we'll talk about what's going to happen in a, a little bit. Um, first thing, Dref is dead. The room gasps. In that, Jonich just hearing Jonich's shoulders sink a little further. What? What, what do you mean? Dref was killed by a man named Tiberius Youngblood. The staff of this hotel let this man and his militia come into our suite and kill Dref. These are the facts of the matter. Hearing that, Wendell gets up. He's heard enough. He wants to take his vengeance on the staff immediately. He is leaving the room. He's got... No. What do you mean? They allowed someone to take one of ours. I'm going to take one of theirs. At least. If we begin killing the staff, we will lose our protection. And we need it for at least a day. After a day, we can... Do whatever we want. You can kill how many ever people we need, but... He punches the wall with the arm that Dref made for him, and his fist goes through easily. There's a loud crash. You can see splinters of wood just spray across the room. What good is their damn protection if they let pirate hunters in here to kill our medic? Exactly. I brought you all here to tell you what happened and to... Give you an out. This city is far more dangerous than we could have even imagined. If you are not willing to go to ground with us, please leave immediately. Well, I don't think anybody here would be on this ship if we weren't willing to fight for each other. The nods move through the room. Many of these faces are shocked and and solemn. There are so many that are simmering with anger. That classic Uhuru bravado, when it is tied into vengeance, is a thing to behold. I know that you do not trust us. You wonder why the three of us, including Dref, suddenly became friendly with the captain, became his inner circle. I know your whispers, 
and I know and understand why, but... Where's Travis? I'm a different bird. Travis is drunk. (laughs) Travis went to a pub in the middle of the night and is laid out in the middle of a gutter. I'm a different bird. This is classic, and this is the very reason why I understand why you wouldn't trust us. And uh, you shouldn't. But we we care for Dref, and we're going to find who did this, and we're going to make him pay. Now, I think I speak for a lot of the crew when I say that it has been strange that the captain took on a new inner circle relatively quickly after what happened on that island, for certain. But I know Dref was one of your number. So, uh, I don't have any suspicions about y'all doing any misdeeds. Should I? (laughs) No. No, it's not. We didn't do this. I promise you. You are owed the truth. Cable. And I will give it to you. Once we have sought vengeance on the Youngbloods, I will tell you everything you may inquire. The room murmurs. Um, There are lots of people who, you know, I I think there are plenty of people who are angry and want to get revenge right away, but there are some who are scared. You know, somebody broke into this hotel room where they were supposed to be guaranteed the safety provided by this city, something that almost everyone on this crew is intimately familiar with. Uh, And yet they have been attacked. There are people who fear for themselves. The broker can't guarantee our safety here. If you're going to stay here and you're going to help us find who did this, Stay together. Watch out for another, each other. It's the only way that we're going to continue to be safe. All right, all right. Spit stands up. I've I've heard enough for now. I think we're doing things out of order. <laughs> Everyone here's got emotions running hot, and I know plenty of y'all never had someone die on the crew before. Most important things that we lay them to rest first. Then we'll get on to business of vengeance or survival, what have you. That's the way we do things. Spit, what? I I don't know what you do with the bodies on the Uhuru. That's because you're 15. Of course you don't. (laughs) All right, everyone. Let's go lay drift to rest. And then we'll deal with all the rest of this. Take a moment to breathe. Gather yourselves. It's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll of Campaign Skyjacks, the podcast where nothing bad ever happens again. Maybe. Probably. Eh, Who knows? First up, folks, we've got some exciting live shows coming up. I'm going to be making an appearance at Big Bad Con this October. That's going to be October 10th through the 13th in Walnut Creek, California, just outside of San Francisco. I'm going to be running playtests of Captain My Captain, my new pirate-themed role-playing game, and a little something called the Skyjacks Storytelling Game. So if you're in the area, you're going to want to check those out. Then coming up on November 9th through 10th, I am going to be in the UK for Thought Bubble, which is a pretty rad comics festival. And I think I'm going to have a table there and I'm going to be signing books, but I am also planning a panel where we're going to play a role-playing game live in front of an audience with some of my favorite people in role-playing and comics. It's going to be good. Speaking of books that I'm going to sign, on October 3rd, my second book comes out. 
And folks, you might have heard me talk about this already, but my second book is an in-depth explanation of my narrative theory for role-playing games. I break down what I think is happening at every table, no matter what. I give you advice on how to capitalize on those dynamics and make your games more artful. And it's full of exercises that you can practice both at the table and on your own to sharpen your role-playing skills. If you enjoy the storytelling that we're doing here in Skyjacks, I know you'll get some use out of this book. If you're interested, just look for the Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide or go to bit.ly slash RPG Gameplay. And if you're going to get it, please pre-order it because that lets the retailers know to order more copies, which at the end of the day means that I get to, you know, eat food and, and live. Before we get back to the episode, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Camille Butera, thank you so much. Tracy Barnett, thank you. Iggy Alight, thank you very much. Walker Graves, thank you. Riley S. Abel, thank you so much. Meredith Rose, thank you very much. Rekha Bupetaraju, thank you so much. Dan Chamberlain, thank you very much. Callan, thank you. And Tom Bridge, thank you so much. Folks, that concludes our list of backer names that we generated back in February, which means I'm going to be making a new one very soon. And if you would like to hear your name thanked on air sooner rather than later, I recommend signing up for the Patreon as soon as possible, because we're going to be putting together that new list very soon. And if you're going to sign up, you may want to consider the $15 or more level. Not only does that let you send in Dear Uhuru letters, but it also gets you into the One Shot Book Club. And folks, we have an incredible deal this month. All of our One Shot Book Club patrons are getting both core books for Numenera. Now, if you haven't listened to One Shot, we did a couple great series on Numenera. It's this weird, far future sci-fi game that has horror elements and lots of adventure and discovery. I had a lot of fun playing this game. And you get the whole thing. Numenera has two core books and Monty Cook Games has decided to give us both. That's all part of a promotion for their new Kickstarter, Numenera Liminal Shores. So be sure to join us on the Patreon and get, and get two free core books for Numenera. The value of that is more than two months patronage at that level, so you are making your money back. Finally, before I get back to the show, I want to remind everybody, if you are interested in finding out about new Skyjacks things, like our upcoming storytelling game, our upcoming soundtrack album, and so much more, the best way to keep yourself informed is signing up for our mailing list. That is at bit.ly slash skyjackscrew. Usually it's just one or two emails a month and they've got something new and exciting in them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. But with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. Nodos moves over to Gable. Um... Sir. What? I don't know if the captain was planning on issuing last rites. It's not something that Oromar typically does. It's 
one of the areas of captaincy that he is uncharacteristically silent. <laughs> I believe you should gather someone to prepare words. I can't. If it's not you, it must be someone. Travis is good with words. You could fetch him. He's drunk in a gutter. I'm a different bird. He's drunk. When will we be doing the ceremony? It will be as quickly as possible. I don't want him buried here. Then I suggest you decide what to do quickly and... I will make sure your orders are carried out. Can we take him back to the ship? Or is that, like, too far? I can see that that is done. Give us a moment. Of course. Is everyone gone now? Uh, there are people shuffling up. They're headed to the suite. Okay. I'll wait till everyone's gone. And they file out. We could. There it is. <laughs> oh, no, a couple came back because oh. they forgot their stuff. Uh, I am a different bird. And they're looking around for their stuff. <laughs> and they find it. And now they're gone. <laughs> you couldn't say They pop back in. They realize that they a have left bird. a different thing under a chair. And they get it. And they leave. And they're gone. We're good. You couldn't say I was doing They realized they actually had something. I am roof. a different bird. It's a giant. giant <laughs> he's, he pushes a, a swivel chair out at them to get the, to get them out the door. And he slams the door and he lodges the swivel chair into the, the underneath the door handle. And then he gets back onto his chair, crosses his legs and resumes sulking. Unbelievable. Why did they bring so much stuff to this meeting? <laughs> this is absurd. A bunch of mixed nut bags. Those are so expensive too. <laughs> there should be a there should be a no mini bar rule. We should establish a no mini bar rule. If we learned one thing from this, no mini bar. And you couldn't tell them I was doing something cooler than being drunk in a ditch. What story sounds the most believable to you? I don't know. Doing a cool thing in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were saving a child. From dying in a well in a ditch. I would never save a child. <laughs> we fair. could present company excluded. You big tall baby. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass bird baby. Hollow bones. I could throw you against a wall right now. Oh, I'd like to see you try. I'll do it. Do it. Give <laughs> a tries to throw Travis, and he just flies away. Hmm. Hmm. Not so big now. I am big. You're I'm tall. very. You're tall, but I can fly higher. What about cremation? We no, could... I'm still alive. Throwing me at a wall is one thing. I mean, My God. I mean, Treff. We could I, we have shouldn't... him on the ship and find a better place to to set him permanently. I I Lame. think you know, knowing Dreff as well as we all did, the only thing that's right is to. Sort of keep his undead body alive on the ship with magic or whatever. How is the captain still standing? I was going to ask you about that because he came running before I saw you at all. Did you send him? Did you know? No. Did you feel that? He went on his own. I thought when I heard that something was wrong, I, I, I thought that Dref had maybe called him. But Dref is gone and the captain is still standing. Ugh, I don't like that. Can you... Do you feel like you can reach out? Can you command him still? It feels the same. It feels temporary and loose. Whatever was holding him was Dref, and Dref is gone, and the captain is still here. If we, dest if we destroy Dref's body, what does that mean? Is that, is that what's it? Oh, no. Yuck. When he gave you control of the captain, maybe he released some of the tether between him and the captain... And gave it to you. Maybe you're the new totem for the captain. Maybe the captain's doing this all on his own. I don't know. Are we going to have to make a captain costume and have one of us dress up like the captain? No. Because we can't, we can't, if you don't know what you're doing, I don't know how long we can keep this up. I, as you saw, I already promised by tomorrow telling everyone that they ever need to know. I. Okay, well, you were lying though, right? That's why keep it a secret. Why? Because we don't 
We don't know what's going on right now. Well, the worst thing that could have happened already happened. What's the point of trying to keep secrets anymore? So what if they mutiny? We can just go. Go where? Go what? What what, 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 What do you mean? What do you mean go? Why? Why be a crew? Us being together just hurts the other. Cable, the only reason we've been able to get this far is we've stuck together. And the only reason why Dref is... It's because we separated. We are stronger when we are together. Right? And and we should stay together. Don't beat yourself up over this. Treff is dead. Look, when you have a resume as long as mine, you see things like this. Maybe not as spooky and weird, but it happens. And it's sad. But it's something we have to be prepared for. For any one of us, or any one of them. Ideally them. I think you were right, Jonnet. Oh, no, no, Travis. You're not in your right mind, you're shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, I, I don't trust whatever forces are working here to respect a body buried. No, not here. I don't I don't want to leave Dref here. If cremating him severs whatever has happened, we will deal with that when it happens. Spit was right, and as much as I hate to say it because I do hate spit. <laughs> first things first. I think I would like to Cut to the crew of the Uhuru carrying Dref. Uh, it's clearly you've been up on the wall, you've carried him down the dock, and you're carrying him now on deck of the Uhuru. What time is it? Um, this has got to be late. So it's still night? Yeah. Okay. It might be close to. It daybreak. might be close to morning, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been, yeah. I will ask you uh, for roles after this um, to see, you know, what you found on the body and whatnot and Mm -hmm. investigating the scene. But uh, we'll handle this first. Um, Yeah, I think day is about to break. It's been a long, exhausting night for everyone. So when we get to the ship, Travis has been a bird. He's going to fly to his quarters. And then once it's daybreak, he'll come out. There's a long procession of the crew of the Uhuru um, as they are standing in front of the decorated body of Dref. One thing about Ayer Piora that's nice is there's no shortage of flowers. And with the credit extended to you by the broker, there's a tremendous wealth of things that you were able to procure to make this send-off, as special as it could be. The crew look expectantly to the party of people who have been commanding the ship on behalf of the captain for someone to speak. I think that it's just becoming daybreak and Travis walks out. He's wearing all black. I th- I feel like he has maybe two outfits, the regular pirate outfit. And then I think he does have like a morning outfit just because he's seen so many people die. It mm-hmm. comes in handy. Excuse me. Excuse me. We are here to remember Dref Wormwood. Not only was he a friend and our ship's medic, he was also very spooky and weird. And I think that we can all remember the memories we've had with him fondly and hope that wherever he is, He's happy and peaceful and ideally a ghost because he didn't believe in them and that would be funny. Uh, there are some sad <laughs> chuckles and, and nods from around the room and then when, when they see that you have concluded your speaking, uh, the crew raises uh, their swords to the air and says, Take flight! And then the next person approaches to speak. And the thing about Dreth... <laughs> Shh! 
Is even though I've only known him for a few months, it feels like in a way I've known him and been working with him for years. And I will miss him. There's a less enthusiastic <laughs> take, take flight. <laughs> and no one will miss <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. The, the next person to come up is Spit. Now I've given a lot of these over the years. Never gets any easier, even if it gets more familiar. Dref Wormwood was the best ship doctor I've ever worked with. I've seen countless people, some of whom who are out in this crowd right now who should be dead, but aren't because of Dref. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to look like without him, but I know we're better because he was here. So, Dref, if you're a ghost, and I hope you are, <laughs> I want you to know that we appreciate you and everything you did. Take flight! Take flight! Jonnet comes up. He looks at everybody. He looks at Dref. Dref would have hated all of this. <laughs> So much attention on him. So much garish money being spent. But he was worth it. He helped, at least for me, open up my world. Um, he was the smartest guy that I ever knew. There will never be a person that even comes close to Dref Wormwood. And we're going to find who did this. We're going we're gonna to find Tiberius. Spit comes and places a hand on your shoulder and gives you a hug. Take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Wilson approaches the body. Drift didn't like to talk, but uh, he would. It's not always easy uh, being on the crew. You've got very little time alone. Usually the only times you got to yourself are in the privy or uh, if you're waiting to be looked over. And sometimes I would go and get treated. And I know that he was probably just mixing lizard powder or whatever to make me think I was feeling better but it really did I'd go in there and I'd talk to him and he would listen I don't know if I would call us friends but it's hard to think of this life without him take flight take flight Gable walks up to the pyre in their hand they have a small tin. Inside of the tin is a red powder. It's kind of like clay, but also kind of like sort of cosmetic. And they take it on their thumb and go over to Dref's body. The first thing they do is smudge the powder in a line on the forehead for purity of thought on your trip to the other side. Then two more swipes on each eyelid for clarity of sight on your journey and then they unbutton the tunic so the sternum is in view they take the powder to make a cross with two X's through it for the hope for the hope of forthrightness on your final judgment. Then they close the tin and walk back. Wendell approaches Draft. I can't feel my arm. That's one of his miracles. I've seen people who've been burned. I've heard their wailing. But I can't feel my arm. 
that's a kindness that I can't imagine anyone else delivering to me. So I will hand this last kindness to you. In the tradition of all skyjacks, there are coals shoveled onto a fire in the central furnace. People hold the doors open as Wendell throws Dreft's body onto the fire. And heat moves up into the canopy, not enough to set the shift aloft, but enough to open up the dancing red pattern of the feather weave as Dreft joins the ship and becomes a part of it. And if he becomes a ghost... (laughs) As we all hope he does, (laughs) he'll spend the rest of his days living with you in another form. I must go, and you will stay. Meanwhile, beneath the deck of the Uhuru, the strong arms of Daisy and Fuentes move to give Dreft his final rites by ringing the heart bell. The sound rattles the boards and stings the ears of those close to it. It is a low, droning ring. To the corsairs on the main deck surrounding the central furnace, It is the ship's own cry of remorse to mix with their tears and mourn their fallen friend. But the ring echoes out beyond the Uhuru, rolling over the city of Bujanith. The bell clangs again and again, ringing eight times to help Dref guide his ghost to his home. But of course, that is only for the Uhuru. To the enemies of this ship, to Tiberius Youngblood, it is a threat. And a promise. This action will be answered. Just as the Uhuru will never forget their friend, they will never forget this trespass. So we return once again to the audition table uh, for the Uhuru. We see a long line of colorful characters and a man with uh, dark sandy brown skin uh, and silver tattoos all over his body. 
approach uh, the tables, he does not carry with him a resume or a headshot, but he sits on uh, the stool in front of the audition table. We can see that his face is covered in lines, and he has kind of a a jolly, amused smile on his face. Okay. We need your headshot and resume, please. I'm afraid I don't have one, youngsters. Oh. Okay. Um, Rude. Um, uh, well, uh, if you normally, this is a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, so uh, if you'd be so kind as to introduce yourself, uh, where, where are you coming from to us from? I am Imane Draneranon. Wow. Ooh. Uh, One more time. Imane Draneranon. Okay. okay. Which, what's the first, what's the middle, and what's the last? Oh, that's just, it's a mononym like Madonna. Oh, hmm. fun. Going by one name is pretty fun, I do admit. Um, well, um... You do don't you... have a last name? I could. I always thought it was Davis. For you look like a Skyjacks to me. Gable Skyjacks? Like Jacks? a Gable Skyjacks? Yes, that's how our world works. It's I talked to my friend Tony Plummer and my good friend Jessica. That what? is how a lot of surnames work. That's fair. Fair, understandable. But let's talk about Daniels. You. Is it Gable Daniels? No, it's not. Why was that? It's going to be it Gable Franklin. No, Franklin. That's... It is, I, I've never told you. I'm pretty sure I've never told you my last but name. But you do have one. Maybe. Hmm. hmm. That's something we'll unpack that later. That could be fun. Later, right? Mm. Yes. Maybe plot points. Mm. Hey, Im- <laughs> is it a- can we call you Imane? Yeah, yeah, I would accept that. Okay, well, Imane, uh, well, thanks for coming out. Um, sorry about the mix-up with the headshot resume, but uh, uh, what, what makes you think that you're a good uh, candidate to be a, a Skyjack? Well, do you see these tattoos? He gestures to the tattoos on his body. They're very impressive. All are the same symbol, a spiral cut in half. These... Give me both immortality and the ability to read minds. He gives a knowing uh, wink. Uh, whoa. Whoa. What? what? I feel like there's kind of a deal happening here that I'm not really aware of. I feel like there might be, but uh, who <laughs> who's, can who's say? To say? <laughs> who's to say? Uh, Imane. Uh, my uh, reference level is fairly low. Uh, Imane, that's pretty impressive, but also very bold uh a very bold statement would yes would you care to demonstrate either of those talents uh those claims right now i I can tell that this young gentleman here doubts that i have these abilities well that's not all right okay if you're not going to take this seriously we're going to have to show you the door you are becoming annoyed okay well come on wow Oh, I this. Oh, I. Oh, I love. I Gable, love this. I love this stuff. No, Gable, Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. No, no. No, of all favorite. people, Gable buys in. This is no. unbelievable. Okay, I'm going to put. Uh, okay, uh, do you have? Do one of the envelope tricks, please. Oh yes. Where yes, you write yes. something down and then it's something that I was going to say. I love these kinds of shows. I love mind reading. It's it's crazy, right? So this is like a. a- a Karnak thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, write, write something okay, down yes, I wrote that, something that down. you'll be saying in the yes. future. All right, yes. All right, all right. Now, I'm going to read Gable's mind yes. and anticipate what Gable might say in the future yes. based on what I know of Gable's mind. Very exciting. All right. Shut up, Travis. Travis, shut up, shut up, shut up, okay, shut well, up. When, wow! When would that ever wow. even come up? That's... That's exactly what I plan to say (laughs) every time he speaks. Yes. Oh. But is it what you wrote, Gable? No, it's not. (laughs) Oh. Absolutely not. But it's still really uncanny. Oh. I just, I love, like, just tell me. How do you get these powers? It's just so impressive every time. The tattoos. The tattoos. The tattoos. Well, I mean, what what about these tattoos? Are are, they are they some kind of enchantment? Or where did you get them? Well, they're bound to this staff, Uh, and we can see a staff made of ash wood with silver inlay of the same symbol all over it. You've got a lot going on, don't you? I do. (laughs) Um. I, I, give, I, me the, give me the staff. Well, well no. I mean, it's well, if my you didn't staff. Bring, if you didn't bring a headshot resume, you're going to have to give Travis the staff. Mm. I give me the give me the give me the staff. 
okay, just be very careful with it. Also, it seems like you probably should have seen that coming. I just don't want it done to that. That's break. A... Okay, well, so now am I, can I read minds now? No, I, these tattoos are what give me the ability to read minds. But you said it's from the stick. Can I rub the stick on well, myself? It's related to the stick, but not from the stick. It's a whole thing, right? Hmm. Please don't rub my stick all over your body. Well, I'm doing it. Oh, oh he's doing it all mm. over his body. Oh, no. Mm. Hold on, I'm getting something. Denison. Is it Gable Denison? It is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so then we're just going to hire the stick. Yeah, yeah you're, I, you're I, out. Wait, I, money. I, I think you're good. Stick. No, 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 we're fine. He, he runs up to grab the stick and try and take it back from you. No, I hit him with the stick. <laughs> the stick breaks. Uh, and he turns back into a dragon and flies away. What? Wait, you what? had a lot of information <laughs> for this one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, someone, someone somewhere is really going to love this. Just that one person, though. And for us, it was just it was a, a shared experience. Also, are we indoors? <laughs> <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Like Session Zero. Session Zero is a discussion podcast that seeks to explore the psychology of role-playing. Each episode will feature role-playing concepts, stories, and tropes viewed through the lens of psychology by clinical psychologist Porter Green and industrial organizational psychologist Steve Discount. Be sure to join them on the couch for the next session. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave, on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y. P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky. Wordplay is not jokes, but it is content. That should be a That's called Hey Red or whatever. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, shots fired. Also, they do very good work on a lot of improvisational comedy, and there's not a whole lot of riddles out in the world, so they do the best that they can. <laughs>